Are we are we I'm, for sure it's a tax slayer bowl? Or are we I'm sure? This I time? don't know for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, is anyone sure ever about anything not. going on in the Vols world at all? It could change. It could change. Could. I think the well the football account actually like confirmed I guess so that makes me feel a little bit better that's not gonna change the tax layer bowl confirmed but I don't know if I'm believing them yeah I mean you never know yeah you if you've been a ball fan long enough you never <laughs> know which I do want to kind of discuss some of these speaking of kind of being a ball fan and then college football I do want to discuss some of the uh, coaching changes because I mean there's some new obviously their SEC coaches being hired so that affects the Vols. also sam Pittman in arkansas yeah his best friend jim cheney does anything change i don't think so but you've been a ball fan long enough i've been a ball fan long enough yeah i'm not really sure what his contract looks like um but i, I know would, it's got a lot of zeros and, yeah and commas I, I would, in it i would say arkansas would not like, it would be a good hire for them, but I don't think, like, right. where they're at financially right now, doubt they can just throw that kind of money yeah. at. And as an offense coordinator, if you've got two commas in your uh, contract, you're doing all right. Oh, yeah. You're doing all right. Um, Hopefully he's a lifer. Yeah, you hope. <laughs> uh, I I am – well, we I do want to talk. I don't think you – no, we didn't write it down in the, the outline. We don't have it on there. But I, I would like to talk about – you know, Mike Norvell to FSU, Lane Kiffin to Ole Miss, Pittman now official to Arkansas. We'll talk about some of those throughout the show. Uh, we are going to discuss. And Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Have they, did they hire someone? Eli Drinkwitz. Oh, they did hire him? Drinkwitz, is that yeah. how you say it? Where was he at most recently? App State. Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that. That, you know, um, we'll talk about the hires, though. We'll also talk about the Vols going bowling in Jacksonville and uh, ended up kind of. It can't be Vol sports or Vol football without some madness. Yeah. So, of course, the simple going, hey, you're going to this bowl, was blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss all those, uh, all that. We've got some recruiting news, college football recap, championship weekend, and then we'll do our segments. Before we do that, Landon is going to tell us about our friends at Commercial Bank. Yes. Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank. They're a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home or saving for your child's future or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, go check them out for any of your financial needs. Again, that's cbtn.com. Check out Commercial Bank. Go check them out right now. Do it. Let's get. Let's start talking. We're going bowling. You got your bowling shoes? Yeah, we're going to the uh, the biggest city in terms of landmass. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I did not. When did you find that? How did? When did you find that out? Um, what was that uh, game that we everybody played? It was like there was like different categories around the mm. circle. I, trivia crack. Oh yeah, yeah. That was one of the questions. Yeah, I, I don't you know. Just, it just it just stuck with you me. Put it's it to those, memory. It's one of those questions. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many times. I think it's is it 27 times when it becomes a habit. Yeah, I believe so. I believe yeah. it's 27. So I, I at least <laughs> answer that question 27 times. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's very. I mean, that's I find that statistic fact very interesting. Yeah. No. <clears throat> interesting. So the walls get a chance to claim more land. Now. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Nice. I, I would like to go. Um, we would both like to go. It's not very convenient being on the second. I know a lot of people didn't like the Music City Bowl option, um, but that in terms of making that trip and going to that game was much easier. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Charlotte. I actually, when someone threw out the idea of Charlotte, I was like, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, because we went to Charlotte for the West Virginia game, and it was a great time. Had a fantastic time, and that would have been a New Year's game. Is that New Year's Day? Yes. So that would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Then you have um, uh, Virginia Tech. I I would have loved playing Virginia Tech. I I mean, I know we played them recently at the Battle of Bristol, but I enjoyed their fan like being around their fans. They were not hostile, but they were you know we gave each other a hard time, but they were fun. They were nice, and um, I I don't know. I feel like that would have been a good matchup too. Yeah. This I feel like we should be favored in. Yeah, so like the ESPN like football power index has us fifty two point three and they're forty seven point seven. I mean the line so, I don't think has come out yet. No, but, yeah, the line won't come out yeah. for a while. And I will say this, if you're not um you're probably following us if you're listening to this, but if, if you know if you're not following <laughs> us, you need to be following us and you need to be reading Dakota Robertson's articles weekly. Sometimes he has two or three a week. He predicted us to play uh, Thursday. Predicted us to play in the Tax Slayer Bowl against Indiana. Hey. So the man doesn't the man doesn't miss often. That's he, good. He, That's he's nice. had a couple basketball scores that are almost right on the money too. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. So at that point, they're not predictions. Psych- they're uh, f- f- tellings. I guess. I don't know how you say it. They're not predictions. They're whatever. He he's giving he knows. me the future. He knows. Yeah. He's your fact. The, yeah. He's got it. Um. I. I. I mean. All in all, though, I like this. Ta- I like that we're in a Florida Bowl, the Tax Slayer Bowl. We were there in 2015. Yep, I guess technically 16, but you get it. Um, played Iowa. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like Indiana's probably one of the easier Big Ten matchups you could have gotten. Yeah, they're when eight you look and, at the possibilities. Yeah, they're eight and four, and I, I think they're kind of similar to us. Is they they lost the games. They should have lost, which minus the BYU Georgia State game, right? But you know, Florida, Georgia, Alabama—you knew you were going to lose those games. They kind of were in the same boat as they lost uh, Michigan, Ohio State, and they actually Michigan had State. Penn State on the ropes there for a minute. I yeah. mean, they had I a think chance. That was like to, a seven-point game. Was the I think the it line. finished fourteen points, but Penn State I think had a late. No, I think it. Yeah, it finished seven. They were down yeah. ten. They kicked a field goal and tried to onside and recover it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they had a chance to at least get them to overtime and just weren't able to. A couple plays away from from that being the case. And uh, but yeah, I mean that's the only game I've really watched of Indiana's like full or majority of the game, I should say. Um, uh, very underwhelming. They've got decent offensive play. I don't mean, but I feel like again with the way Tennessee's been trending, especially defensively. I feel like this is a good matchup, and I, and I, you know, offense. I the problem with Tennessee's offense this year is you really don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, I mean, I get. Someone said we're gonna attack like where they're most vulnerable in terms of, uh, you know, what we're gonna take what the defense gives us. While I like that, I'd also like to establish our game because that's part of being an like defense. Is I feel like is playing, you know, to someone else's tendencies. Mm-hmm. I feel like offense. If you're going to be a you know demand commanding offense, you got to come out there. And if you're a team that's going to a run first team that's going to run the ball down someone's throat every game, you need to establish the run. Yeah. And you may not you know that's not going to be all you do, but 
establish that and have, you know, be there. And obviously there's going to be some plays. You go away from tendencies. You have to, because you do at some point have to take what the defense gives you, but I don't like necessarily playing a whole game plan, a whole game plan differently every week. I feel like, how can you get a quarterback comfortable doing that? Yeah. And and our strengths have, have been getting it to our receivers. Yeah. Um, you look at that Missouri game of how well we, we did in that game. South Carolina was another game that we just threw it downfield and, and let our receivers make plays. And that's that's our strength. I mean, running the football, everybody wants to be able to run the football. Mm-hmm. But and, and we did that against Vanderbilt. So, I don't know. I, I don't so, know kind of what we're so going to see. I think we'll see a lot more of Eric Gray yeah. well, in this bowl game. Right. You say, you know, a strength of ours is getting the ball to the receiver and, and letting him work. And we threw the ball, what, a total of like 13 times in the Vanderbilt game? Yeah. And I understand it was wet and rainy. I get that. But, I mean, when you have guys like Juwan Jennings, Marcos Callaway, and then now Josh Palmer, uh, you know, starting to – Josh Palmer starting to come out more. I feel like you got to find ways to get on the ball. And, and I mean, Eric Gray had 290. I'm not complaining about the Vanderbilt game. Don't get me wrong. I just – in terms of when you look at – when you look at the Vanderbilt game and then you look at the rest of the season – I mean, I just feel like we have no rhythm to our offense. And that's why I just say, I mean, I, I don't know what to expect from our offense in game to game. That's all I mean by that. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I like how we have an option where, you know, you look at the Vanderbilt game, you look like we can run the football. Yeah, And, and then they, when you look at Missouri, yeah. we look like we can throw the football. Right. That means we have offensive playmakers. We have options. I'd like to combine those yeah, efforts. Yeah, let's put it all together. Yeah, And, I mean, if somehow Butch Jones – was able to manage some incredible bowl games. So, I mean, hopefully Jerry Pruitt can bottle up a little bit of that magic. Especially not too, not too much of Bush Jones' magic. Not too much. Yeah. I mean, Bush Jones has had 30 days to prepare for every game. I'm convinced we he would have won. He he would be winning national championships anywhere he went. Yeah. Because somehow. Especially he, live championships. Especially the live championships. Yeah, I mean, it's seriously incredible how well we played in bowl games. The, yeah. the, 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 uh, Nebraska, we were decent. Uh, we didn't destroy them like. Iowa and uh, Northwestern. But, yeah, and I, <clears throat> I feel like with that, it was – you're coming off a very underwhelming season. In, end of the season, yes. Yeah. 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 No, 100%. That that definitely <coughs> – um, that bowl game was kind of weird. Because, like, no one wanted to be there, but, like, everyone did want to be there. Because, like, Derek, you had the Derrick Barnett yeah, and, you know, Josh Dobbs White. last game. Yep. Like, yeah. And I'm sorry. Don't – I understand he was – let the seniors pick, I guess. Don't ever wear alternates in a which we don't have to worry about that. Don't ever wear alternates in a bowl game. Yeah, no. wear wear orange. Mm-hmm. Wear all, all. How about the orange britches? I yeah, mean, wear some orange britches. I would I, I would like that. I, I would love that. Yeah. And if we need to pay to do it, if we need to ship down the checkerboard things to get it done, <clears throat> our end zone needs to be checkerboard. Period. End of story. I hate that about bowl games. Well, That's so especially the what last I time we were in the tax layer bowl. It was they wear checkerboards. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, so I was, that means hopefully we I was doing that. a little bit of research on, on that last game. So, you talked about how we beat Iowa in 2015. 45-28 was the final. Um, I think they scored the last two touchdowns, so it wasn't really close whatsoever. Right. Um, but Dobbs had three touchdowns. Um, I think he had like 120 passing, like 76 rushing, something like that. Um, and then Hurd had 122 yards rushing. Hurd looked – no, it was North, but he did look good in that game. But Northwestern, he looked really good. Yep. Um and then Vic Wharton had a touchdown pass from Marlon Lane. Um, yeah. Um, and that was when Vic Wharton did the uh, whip in the end zone. <laughs> got, a, got a penalty. Well-deserved. But, 
you know, if, if especially that's, looking, if, especially looking back at the time, it was probably like ah, worth it. Now you're like really fifteen yards for that. Yeah, Oof, come on. And I'm um, but if, if it's gonna be your last <laughs> Tennessee play, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If it's yeah, last touchdown, play, but definitely. His, <laughs> yeah, like, probably his first and last touchdown, right? Yeah, I mean, if I it's your remember, last catch, I guess you go out with a bang, right? I don't remember him ever scoring before that. Yeah, I don't know. He was just a sophomore, yes, wasn't he? Or was he a freshman? I think he was a sophomore. Okay. Because he was in that class, that Jalen Hurd yeah. class, wasn't yep. he? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that – the I remember being worried about Iowa, too. I wasn't worried about Northwestern when we played in the Outback Bowl, but Iowa, I was, I was a little nervous about it. Yeah. Because, I mean, we just didn't look – there were a lot of games in 15 we did not look good. There were a lot of games that we looked really good in 15, like the Bama game, but there were some very underwhelming games, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when we couldn't hold a lead, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that year. Yeah, and then the next year we came out flat, and then we had to come second back. half. Yeah, just say, which is better be a second half team than than not a second half team. If I have to pick, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, I'm definitely with you. Yeah, Indiana. Um, I was doing a little bit of research on them, so they they average like 443 total yards per game on offense. Um, actually their quarterback at the beginning of the year was Michael Penix Jr. Uh, if that rings a bell for Vol fans, he used to be a Tennessee commit, um, before Butch Jones was fired, um, decommitted, ended up at Indiana. Um, he's from like, I think Tampa. So it was kind of a weird place for him to end up, Yeah, but was named the starting quarterback after red shirting last year. Um, then against Northwestern, he, um, got injured and was out for the season, had to have surgery. And then uh, Peyton Ramsey comes in and just has balled out. And has thrown, I think Northwestern was like the seventh game, seventh game or eighth game on the schedule, and he's thrown for 2,227 yards. Wow. So, Pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're offense. They're throwing it all over the field. Yeah. No, I mean, but, they're, their I mean, offense is pretty – Pretty impressive. I yeah, mean, and and it's going to be a big challenge for our defensive backs and our linebackers in coverage. But the way our defense looks doesn't really worry me that much. Yeah, no, I mean that. I think we'll be fine there. It, yeah, and and the reason the reason I'm confident against Indiana too is like I said, their offense is impressive, but the way our defense is trending, I'm just I'm pretty confident yeah. in our. Also, I, I like that we've with Quavarius Crouch playing really well, especially towards the end, which he had a lot of. I think he was kind of learned by you know trial by fire at the beginning of the year when yep. with to- De- Batuli out at the beginning and then which I know was a disaster. I'm not saying he's good then. And then you know you had the uh, Toa Toa and Batuli suspensions. I feel like he's kind of come into his own and played really well the last couple of games, and mm-hmm. that's helped add some neat, much needed depth at the linebacker position. You got a lot of guys on the de- defensive line playing well. Secondary's getting much better, especially with Nigel Warrior's presence the last couple games, the back half of the season. Um, I'm just really confident in the defense, and um, so yeah, they're they're one strength. I feel like we counter that one strength pretty well. But again, our offense has got to score, and you hope the last two games are an indication. But yeah. it's just so been so. Uh, I mean, you had 17 in the yeah 17. Points in the uh, Kentucky game and just a very underwhelming offensive show. Like, you never know. Yeah. Jared Garantano's going to be fully healthy. I don't know if the man can throw fully healthy. He can do a lot with a broken hand. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know about, I don't know about healthy. You, um, you think he just overthinks it then? He's like, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm maybe. I'm too good. Right, maybe. 
Yeah, I mean, I think our seniors are going to be up for this game. I think this whole team is going to be up for this game because you, you should be. You have you have to be, and you should be right. But I mean, when you look at it as um, this is kind of like their first, and it's not their first bowl game, but it seems like it's kind of like their first bowl game that they've actually been like a part. Yeah, because I mean, how many of these guys were really playing when yeah. they went to the Music City Bowl? Right. Not a lot. And, you know, the few guys that were, I mean, some of them probably should. Well, I don't know. That that team was pretty. I mean, at that time, Darrell Taylor looked like a wide receiver. Yeah, he was tiny. That yeah. was that was the same year that, I mean, I thought in the, I thought he was a wide receiver in the WGWT video that we were going to whoop there. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought that was like, who is that? Because he looked small in that video, which yeah. doesn't help that he's next to people like Shot Tuttle and Derek Barnett <laughs> right. and Corey Vereen. But, um, I mean, they definitely – you know, definitely make him seem small. Not they wouldn't make him seem small anymore, but um, you know then. But yeah, I mean that. Not a not a ton of guys are playing that their first go around at the Music City Bowl, and then obviously you've had seventeen, eighteen have not been very pretty. Uh, yeah, but yeah, this is this is a big. I mean, this is a big deal for the program, especially when you turn when you look at uh, starting off zero and two to one and zero and two to BYU and Georgia State, and then one and four with your only win against UTC. Yeah, I mean, and I have a chance to win eight games. That's that's big. It's big for the program. Um, the you know, Jeremy Pruitt said it last last year. Thirteen practices, I think, is the number. You get thirteen extra practices. Yeah, and it, it's much needed. Um, and then there's going to be some guys. We t- we talked about how big that bye date was before Missouri. Now you have a month to rest, so you're going to see either you know some guys back from injury, or you're going to see some guys that are you know have been banged up. Now they're going to be way much closer to 100% than they were against Missouri. So like this I mean this is a huge game when you look at things like that. And and that's and that's the case for any college football team. Like literally any team. But I mean that so it kind of goes without saying. Um and kind of after this or you know after national signing day, you know most of your class is already signed. Yeah. So you can kind of put that behind you a little bit. Start with the 2021 class. So it, that's not like a a huge like burden on your football team, right. football I, program. I would like to hear coaches' takes on that. You mentioned that. What their um, what their thoughts <clears throat> having to deal with National Signing Day in the midst of bowl prep? Which bowl prep's weird because it's almost kind of like spring practice. You, you you're going to practice a few days in a row, take a few days off, a few days in a row, take a few days off, and then like you're practicing up until game time. So it's I'm sure it's weird. Yeah. Um. And then I think there's a week of like a dead period dedicated to recruiting. I, I'm just with the national because December got. December was already important for recruiting because mm-hmm. uh, everyone's season's done. Uh, in like you know bowl, you have bowl game, but you're preparing for one game in a month, so it's different. Uh, so December was already important, and then the import the importance jumped way up when you talk about early signing period. And you, I mean, like you said, you're signing almost half your class now in December. Yeah, uh, maybe you don't get all those guys in the spring, but they're gonna sign in December. So yeah, you I got would, them locked down. Yeah, I would yeah. like to hear coaches well, kind of for the most part. You do. Yeah, I like to hear coaches' takes on. How how different that early signing period is when you consider bowl prep? Yeah, I'm I'm sure it's got to be a lot easier. You're not having to like, okay, as soon as this bowl game's over, then we got to get we got to get this class going, and then yep. when February gets there, then we got to sign all these guys. Like yeah. it's most of it's already behind you. Like like you said, and it's probably even more than half your class now. Now, yeah, like it, it's getting more and more where you know spots are filling up faster because kids are ready to have this over with. Right, I'm ready to sign, and a lot of, and more and more, early enrollees are happening. 
Yeah, that that's that's another thing that's changed a lot. Early enrollees is becoming very very popular and yeah, in that and um because and it, it's good it's good in a way. I mean, it's uh, you know it it sucks for those guys. I'm sure because there's there's guys that play other sports or played other sports before yeah. that point, and they're they're missing out on track baseball, you know, whatever going on in the spring in their respective state. But yeah, it's it's becoming a lot more popular for a number of dis- different reasons, and I mean it's obviously helping a lot of college football teams. Yeah, and it's it's not the end all be all. I mean, you look at our team, Darnell Wright wasn't Henry Toto wasn't, um, and they've had a big impact. So. I mean, it's it's not the end all be all, but like definitely if if you're fighting for playing time and which you kind of knew those two guys were going to be competing for a starting I mean, job you, as soon as they were on campus. You assumed with everything you had heard about Wanya, who was an early enrollee, and Darnell that they were going to be starters, right. walk in and be starters, right. and they, that pretty much was the case. Darnell, yeah. I didn't think, don't think he was the official starter till week three, mm-hmm. but he was a starter. <laughs> like, yeah, but and if you don't come from a big time program where you're having to learn offenses, offenses, I can't even say it. Offenses, offense, offensive schemes. Uh, yeah, offensive schemes and, and defensive block, schemes. Yeah. Like it definitely that's a huge difference from high school to college. So mm-hmm. if you haven't picked up on that. You know, Henry Toto went to De La Salle, which is one of the best programs in the nation. Right. So that's – he came in. It was a lot easier for him to transition than it was for right. somebody at a lower school in, you know, say, Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. And another thing, too, about, you know, those guys that get here in the summer, they also got to learn to work out. Yeah. Like even, you know, there's a lot – I mean, you look at, you know, some of the schools around here, you can see how much the weight programs shifted in the last few years. But it's still a very, very different world. Mm-hmm. And, they you know, that's – it's just, yeah, early enrollees definitely have, you know, a slight upper hand. I mean, obviously talent's going to be the big, big deciding factor, but they do have a little bit of an upper hand. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, you know, I've, I'm, there's a lot of guys to look for that'll be signing on December 20th that have recently decommitted due to um, coaching changes. But now a lot of these coaching searches have wrapped up. Could they be going back to their school? You know, it's going to, yeah. it's going to get interesting. And Tennessee's pursuing a few of those guys. Um Curious to see how it ends up, and and there'll be some more coaching changes too. That's what's, that's what's why coordinator changes, not head coaching changes. Um, coordinator and position coaches changes after, pretty much after bowl games. Not a lot of those are going to change right. before then. Um, especially they, a lot of them will happen, especially after national signing day. Yeah, uh, but you'll. I mean, you got guys like the like Norvell and Kiffin, and um, uh, especially Sam Pitt. I mean, who is Sam Pittman going to bring with him? Like, because you know Norvell and Kiffin have staffs mm-hmm. that they're you know i'm sure a lot of those they're going to pick from that staff a lot yeah Pittman doesn't i mean it's going to be very very interesting to see how he assembles the staff yeah and he wasn't even a coordinator he was an yeah. offensive line coach i'm very curious to see how he assembles the staff now he's a great offensive line coach and i'm, I'm sure you know him being able to coach in the sec for that long that he's going to mm-hmm. find him a staff but it's i don't know i don't know who he goes and gets because, like you said, he doesn't have a set staff already where he can right. just like bring them with him. Right. I uh, yeah. That that's Kirby's not going to let that happen. Right. Um. Yeah. I am very very interested to see kind of how he is how that staff gets assembled. Um. I guess that gives us unless you want to talk about anything else about signing day that gives us a good segue into these coaching changes. So like, what do you, I mean? What are your thoughts on the? I mean, I feel like Ole Miss, you have to give Ole Miss just a ton of credit for that hire. Uh. The the same day that night that Kiffin you know is pretty much like all right Kiffin's happening. Uh, Arkansas, Kiffin, Arkansas was picking up a ton of steam. Like I was like, I think this may happen. Mm-hmm. Judging by the amount of people who are like, you know, 
typically you're getting it right saying they're hearing Kiffin to Arkansas, Kiffin to Arkansas. And then Ole Miss is just like, then that starts picking up steam. And then the next day, Ole Miss is hiring Lincoln. Did you see the Arkansas fan on Twitter that said that? Mm-hmm. said something about it. So he commented on that, that video of um, Ole Miss making it official and the lane train and all that, th- all that stuff. Um, and he was like, <clears throat> he's like, you know, as an Arkansas fan, it's like, um, it's it's raining female body parts outside, and you walk outside, get hit with a big old pecker. <laughs> like he was like, that's what it's like to be an Arkansas yeah. fan. Eh. Probably like it's like living in the state of Arkansas. <laughs> True. And surely you're not not living in the state of Arkansas and an Arkansas fan. But if you are, if you're not living in the state of Arkansas, at least you're only getting hit with one pecker. If you're living there and a fan, that's two. So yeah. that sucks. <laughs> Some TWA one zero six seven two seven nine three. He had a question for us. I don't know oh, if you nice. saw it. Uh, we'll talk about it since he he asked your thoughts on Sam Pittman getting hired for Arkansas head coach and how this affects current O line recruits that are committed to Georgia. You think Tennessee can flip Tate Ratledge now because Pittman was a big factor in that commitment? Um, so I do want to mention another thing about Sam Pittman. You, you mentioned you said it how he's coached this long in the SEC and been very successful. I mean, a good coach is a good coach. Like that, that makes me think Arkansas should be decent, but at the same time, you're in the West. I don't know. I mean. It's it's gonna it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be difficult. A, yeah, it's gonna be it's a, a rebuilding job. process. I, I think from everything I don't know much about how Arkansas has gone about this high, this. Search. They'll probably have a good offensive line, right? <laughs> they and they they have for a while, and right. that that should continue. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know. I I wouldn't be as a Tennessee fan if we had hired Sam Pittman. I don't I would not have been excited. Um, I wouldn't have been mad necessarily, but I would not have been excited. I don't know how good the hire this is for Arkansas. But he is a good football coach. Yeah, uh, he is a good football coach. I mean, and a you good football start coach somewhere. I guess. Yeah, and a good football coach is a good football coach. That that was kind of my thoughts on Jeremy Pruitt too. I was a little bit more excited about him. Um, he's had, and it's not necessarily due to him directly, but he's had more success at where he's been. Yeah. Um, so I was more excited about Jeremy Pruitt, and then kind of my final thing was he's a good football coach. A good football mm-hmm. coach is a good football coach. Um, so I, th- I think overall, it could be really good for Arkansas. I don't, obviously don't know that. Um. I want to I want to point this out by the way. So you got a guy in Georgia that was committed to Tennessee, whose brother is about to sign with Tennessee, and there were rumors at the beginning of the year that he was going to transfer, not to Tennessee, but that he was going to transfer. Does it happen now? I don't think so. I mean, he played last night, so I'm like, I doubt yeah. it. I'm not saying to Tennessee either. Just yeah, transferring. I doubt. I don't it. know. Something to think about. I thought, but I mean, if. I don't. I mean, I I think Jeremy Pruitt should make the drive about forty for Christmas. Yeah, just, when when he's home. Uh, I mean, and and same with <laughs> Tate Rattledge. I mean, yeah, you know his they've been Tennessee fans. His dad literally took the T off his truck after yeah. Tate picked Georgia because of like TWA said Sam Pittman. Right. Um. So I mean, it, it's worth a phone call. Oh, you should definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's make them tell you no. It's the same thing with Elijah Young. Yeah, yeah. You, make them tell you no. You need to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, and, and you know, your dad even said this, and I, I agree with him. I think this is a big deal and I know it's kind of sucks, but when you're talking about being a transparent program, it, you know, no matter how excited you, you know, how, how much you want Tate Rattledge or, um, uh, Young, you need to make it public. If you show up at South Oil, they'll take a picture and say, thank you coach for stopping by today. And they know why you're there. Yeah. Same thing with, it needs to be public that you try because you may not get him. He may not want to come, but you need to try. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you I mean, definitely need to swing. You you can't hit a home run if you don't swing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm 
I'm sure Cooper, if he's if he's like if that's really something that's going through Cade Mays' mind, right. I'm sure he's like, hey, you know, right. And he wouldn't be a grad transfer. Come so home. He wouldn't start or play this year right. unless he got a waiver, which I doubt it's possible being at Georgia. But he is technically moving closer to home, and you never know. You never know. He's, he's playing the wrong position to get immediately eligible, but you never know. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think the NCAA, just to kind of bounce off that, the NCAA is going to give somebody one pass here pretty soon. And I'm not going to say it's in the next year, the next two years, but soon they're going to give one, they're going to give everybody a free pass. I feel Interesting. Like. Okay. Yeah. I just, I did want to mention the Cade Mays thing just because I thought. It was funny that someone was like, with no real evidence, like just saying that, and like everyone was like, "Oh, it's bullcrap." Now Sam Pittman's leaving. I, like, I made oh, sure to when when I heard Sam Pittman to Arkansas was a possibility. I watched that Georgia game, and I was just like, "If see. Cade Mays doesn't play, then that's an indicator that something's not right." right. Yeah, funny. Um, but he is, and yeah. And he was actually projected to be like a top draft pick. I don't know if that's still the case. It doesn't seem like it is. Is he a junior? Well, like oh, he for, is a junior for, for next year. He is a junior though, right? Yeah, he'd be a sophomore. He'd be a sophomore this year. Yeah, he's this a sophomore year? this year. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, because that's he was in the same class as Alante Taylor yeah. and Bryce yeah, Thomas. Yeah. yeah, and then um, I like Kiffin to Ole Miss. I'm not. Really, no, don't know if he can be successful there for kind of the same reasons. I don't know if Pittman can be successful at Arkansas. Um, but I feel he's like he's got Ole, a lot better resources than Arkansas. Yes, I feel like Ole Miss went out and got the best hire possible. I will say that. Yeah, I think, I think maybe Norvell might have been the only other better option, but I don't even know if they were ever interested in him. I don't know. I, I think FSU pinpointed him like Norvell, as soon as, yeah. I heard FSU was interested in Kiffin. I think that would have been a really good hire for them as well because he's already got ties in Florida. I mean, Norvell does too. He'll do. I think he'll do fine at Florida State. And, um, that, uh, yeah, I think Ole Miss and Florida State. Florida State especially did the best they could with how it started. Yeah. With how their coaching search started, it looked like it was going to be a complete disaster. Dabo Sweeney was sweaty. Yeah, he's nervous now. Which um, And, and I, I definitely think he would have been no, more nervous with Kiffin just because – of Kiffin's ties to everybody else in the staff he yeah. could potentially put together. And I, I feel like Saban's the same way. It's, Saban is nervous. Yo, at, Saban is not happy about this. No. And I'm curious if Monty will be the defense coordinator. Is he going to be? Is he alive? Oh, old. <laughs> he's old. I watched a video like inside FAU, and Monty walking around is terrifying. Like He looks like he could break a hip getting out of bed. Yeah. It's it's bad. Um. Maybe he'll like just be on the sidelines and which I don't think so. But what if he just like pulled out the Derek Dooley stool? He should. Yeah. He does, he needs something better because you kind of have to like like a desk chair, like a rolling desk chair. Yeah, because like <laughs> the stool you have to kind of like lift to sit down. He doesn't need to be like lifting. He just needs to something he can just sit. Down. When will we see the first coach in a wheelchair? Has that happened before? I mean, you have the video, the picture of uh, Derek Dooley getting wheeled out of the Mississippi State. I do remember him in a wheelchair. <laughs> Yeah, so we we go to um, Ole Miss, right? Yeah, twenty twenty one. We need to go to that game. I yeah, meant to go. I, w- I wanted to go, and I guess it was Butch. Maybe Dooley was coaching. No, it had to be Butch because Ole Miss is cool. But that'd be, yeah, that'd be fun. Be a good trip. Yeah, forget Especially going to wait. No, Kiff, they come here. They come here. Yeah, that makes twenty one because we play at Arkansas next year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That'd be fun. Lane Train coming back. I, I think the one thing that kind of worries me about this just with 
speaking about Tennessee is recruiting Memphis. Memphis, Memphis going to be difficult. Recruiting Memphis just got tougher. Yep. Yeah. Um, definitely. And definitely with Sam Pittman at Arkansas as well. You know, that's, they are in state at Memphis, but it's, it almost feels it's like not. it's not because the distance is so far away. Uh, no, not a lot of those guys are Tennessee fans. Yeah. They, if they're, you know, if they're growing up, their parents are probably Ole Miss fans. Now they're maybe Alabama fans. Yeah. Um, could be Arkansas fans. I doubt it, but it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean those, yeah, those guys aren't, not a lot of them are big Tennessee fans. Yeah. And I, I think it's key for, um, this staff to kind of keep that core together. The David Johnson, his ties in Memphis, that's going to help. It doesn't help too that the Tuies are spreading rumors that their dead bodies buried under our field. That's yeah, that's unfair. not true anymore. That's pretty unfair. It never <laughs> was true. In fairness, that yeah. was always a lie. Um, I think they did some work under the, like in the stadium, but it was never true. Yeah. Well, the body farm was underneath the stadium, was it not? No, it's over next to UT Hospital. But it used to be under the stadium. I don't think so. I thought they used to. I thought it used to be. Not that I'm aware of. I've never heard that before. Oh. I see. I'm believing the twoies now. I yeah. See, they even got to you. Yeah. I, I thought mean, I could have sworn it was. I want maybe maybe you're right. It wasn't totally the body farm wasn't underneath. But I don't. I don't. I mean, there some, was some. There was something. There was some type of I think biology labs in there. Now it's speech pathology, and I can't remember what all's in there. But yeah, I think there was some, like biology classes in there. Rough. So I think there may have been some work on the bodies, but it wasn't. It wasn't the same study they did type of studies they do at the body farm yeah um yeah so the two's out here just trying to ruin a, a good man's name and philip Palmer. dang it sandra <laughs> um the uh yeah the the recruiting definitely just got tougher but i mean overall it's like i i, I i'm never gonna cheer for the sec and like i'm i'm not a i'm not a conference loyalty uh like i hope alabama gets beat by michigan i don't think that'll happen but like I would not be mad if they got the could lose. That nice. would be nice too. Yeah. But like, it obviously helps Tennessee if the SEC is good. Now I'd like to be on the higher end of us being good. Mm-hmm. Like it helps Alabama. Like if the SEC sucked and we were like twelve and one or how great. I mean, look at look at Oregon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, but I. Yeah, I mean, but you don't get a guaranteed playoff spot if the SEC sucks and right. you're 12-1. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. it helps Tennessee if the SEC's good. Now, you have to be good, too. I don't think the SEC will ever be that bad. We're, no, no, I don't We're 12-1 and, and not the right. playoff spot. I don't either. I'm just saying it helped. I mean, yeah, it, it's helped Alabama, and Alabama's just been on the right end of the SEC being good. Right. So, I'd like to be there. Um, and, and I think, you know, hopefully with the East, Georgia's just – I don't know what's going on with Georgia. Florida – is definitely looking better. I don't think South Carolina got better with Mike Bobo. I don't know why everybody's all excited about that. I mean, I don't think they got worse, but like, I don't think they got better. And is it weird that we were like thinking about hiring him as our coach and now he's the offensive coordinator at a East rival? Yeah. I would not have been very happy with the Mike Bobo hire either. As a head coach, especially. I'm shocked that Brian McClendon isn't leaving. And yeah, they, they struggled offensively. This year, but like he's a good coach. He's a good recruiter too. Yeah. And they they just made that hire to keep him, and then they bring in Mike Bobo. Which yeah, I, I don't necessarily think they got a lot better just because they hired. Yeah. They they're not worse for sure. Like they're not worse, but yeah. I don't know if they got better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. But it, it definitely helps. It helps every SEC team when the SEC teams are good. So I think the Ole Miss hire was definitely good. Arkansas could be again. That's just a tough place to win. Um, but I mean, even uh, what's his name had it trending 
upward for a while. And then, I mean, he just couldn't overcome the humps that are Alabama, that are LSU, that are, you know, even that was even when Ole Miss and Mississippi State were both playing for number one in the country at one point. Yeah. Uh, so that that's tough. But and that I don't think Mississippi State can get back there with Joe Moorhead, but Ole Miss could certainly get back there with Lane Kiffin. I and I don't think it, I don't know if it could be sustained success, kind of like Hugh Freeze. But um, I mean, Kevin's definitely one of those guys that can trap lightning in a bottle and you you know utilize. Yeah, him, he'll so. he'll definitely like knock a team off he should. Yeah, he'll he'll be in Alabama one year when they're number one mm-hmm. or LSU and um, but yeah, and, and dude, the LSU hire with Ed Orgeron, that's a guy who was never a coordinator, that was just a defensive line coach always and a dang good defensive line coach and a dang good recruiter and. Then he went and got the guys around him. So I guess if Sam Pittman's able to get the guys around him, maybe we're sitting here going, that's going to be a good football team in a few years. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's going to be Ed Orgeron at LSU. It's going to take a while. Yeah, but if he's able to get some guys around him, that definitely helps his case for being good. Right. And it helps And, that, and the good thing is, like, with their program right now, there's not a lot of expectations for them. Yeah. I mean, how, what do they finish? Two and three and three and nine? I think two and eight. They, they two finished and two and ten? Whew. Yeah, because yeah, they lost that third cupcake game, didn't they? Yep. <laughs> oh man, they're bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Um. Sorry. I mean, I've taken us taken us on a whirlwind recruiting news. I mean, we've been talking about recruiting a little bit, so I guess that, yeah. that helps. Oh, can I do something before you do that though? You can go ahead. Perfect. I'm going to tell you guys about my friends at Eight Six Five Axe Throwing. It's a one of a kind experience at Eight Six Five Axe Throwing. It's perfect for date nights, birthdays, anniversaries, friends' night out, wedding parties, corporate team building events, 865 Axe Throwing, where locals hang out. They're the first axe throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have friendly and knowledgeable axe coaches that can teach anyone how to throw confidently and safely. Once you stick your first axe, you will be hooked. It's located only 15 minutes from downtown. Their atmosphere can't be beat. Throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, mega jinga, or just hang out by the fire. They are family-friendly farm fun. 865 Axe Throwing. Guys, go check them out. It's at the Beyblade Farm. Beyblade Farms. Just, I think it's 15 minutes from Knoxville. They say that. I don't believe that. It's closer than that. It's probably 15 minutes. I'm just kidding. But go check them out. They've got some great stuff on the weekends going on, too. Um, check them out over on Facebook and Twitter at 865 Axe Throwing. Uh, they also, when you go to there, you can book, or book, I guess, book, schedule online um, a time. Uh, so you do save a little bit of time doing there. At checkout. You can get $5 off if you use the promo code More Important Issues. So go check them out. Have a great time. Family Friendly Farm Fun. Four times fast. Go. That was good. Can you do it again? Family Friendly Farm Fun. I've been practicing. That's good. That's good. I've been practicing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, recruiting news now, though. We can get into that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you talked about loyalty and how you're not loyal to the SEC. Well, somebody is loyal to Tennessee. And that's Keyshawn Lawrence. He shut down his recruitment and, you know, mentioned that his family um, taught him loyalty and he's headed, he's staying home. Going to Tennessee, shut down his recruitment. And that, that's big. That's big for Tennessee to not really have to worry about losing their top recruit right, right. now. Um, that, that's big for him. <clears throat> so Tennessee, you know, they're going, you know, it's a full-on sprint recruiting right now. They went in home with some guys that they kind of missed on. Jay Hardy, they're in home with him. He committed to Auburn over Tennessee. And B.J. Ojolari, who has went once committed to Tennessee um, and is now a commitment to LSU, went in home with them, you know, trying to flip those two. They they definitely, you know, those two were definitely high on their board. Want to get a flip. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. 
I don't really know. I, I don't think the Jay Hardy one. I think the BJ Ojolari one would probably be the best play there, in yeah. my opinion. Um, we'll see kind of where that works out. Um, speaking of commits, you know, some of those guys are, you know, still playing their high school seasons right now. Harrison Bailey um, played in the state semifinals. Um, Marietta won. He went 23 for 26, 424 yards, five touchdown passes, and one receiving touchdown. And, and something about Harrison Bailey, you know, every throw he makes is crisp and fluid. You know, he's he's not going to miss on a swing pass. <laughs> that's that's can, fact. Can he miss? Because <clears throat> So we can just be forced to stop running him? That would be honestly kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but one play that... You know, I was I actually got to watch the game, and you know, just one play that stuck out to me was him. They faked a wide receiver screen to the right, and then threw one uh, a middle screen to Eric Gilbert, and so he, he turns his body and act like he's going to throw, and the a defensive lineman is coming at him, and he knows he's going to get hit, and he turns his body and still makes just like a throw, and he just thought to himself, you know. I'm going to make this throw. I'm going to get hit doing it, but right. I'm going to make this throw, and it's going to be crisp. It's going to be nice, and my receiver's going to go, you know, take the ball and, and get a first down. Right. Um. So, you know, no worry whatsoever. Didn't float the ball. Didn't just try to, like, short arm it. You know, just freaking launched it and got it off, took the hit, and I was like, you know, that's that's somebody we need, somebody who's not worried about taking hits in the pocket. They're they're going to get the ball out. Um. So that, that really stuck out to me. Um. You know, everything I, I saw the other night, I'm like, dude, he's the real deal. Right. Um, and then Jalen Hyatt, um, Pruitt Cheney, and Chris Rumpf were in um, Columbia, South Carolina, on South Carolina's field to watch Jalen Hyatt play in the state championship against Dorman. Um, he had three touchdown catches. He had two in the first quarter. Um, and then the last one was the game winner in overtime to win – um, he finished with 165 yards, seven catches, and his fourth state title. And guess who else was there? Muschamp. Mm. Didn't really offer him. Didn't really yeah. show him any love. And so he, he picked Tennessee, and I think I think we stole one. He would – oh, yeah. yeah well, I just don't understand. That's crazy to me. And he's – dude, he's like – It's crazy to me. So – fast and it's so effortless when he runs oh it's beautiful and and that's something tennessee hasn't had since what patterson and justin hunter yeah probably a receiver that's probably the last time we had that kind of speed so i'm definitely excited um for him you know he's gonna have to put on a little bit of a weight but can't coach speed right can't coach speed so uh you know more recruiting you know we're going this weekend's the last big weekend before that um, early signing period. Um, so you're going to have, you know, a lot of commits come in. You're going to have a lot of guys get their last official visit. Um, you know, some headliners there, five-star tight end Darnell Washington will be in town. Four-star linebacker Desmond Tisdall. Um, three-star all-purpose back Jabari Small um, out of Briarcrest. And then three-star linebacker Vika Ho out of Nevada will also be in town. And then tomorrow you have Amari Thomas will make his college decision. It looks like it's between us and Auburn. Hopefully you're able to lock that one down. Um, speaking of the Tuies, you know, he goes to the same high school that Michael Orr went to, Briarcrest Christian. Um, so hopefully we're able to 
to take him and, and that distance isn't – which the distance between Auburn and Memphis and Tennessee and Memphis isn't really that right. much. Um, so hopefully we're able to hang on to him. You know, one thing to kind of note there is Jabari Small is going to be in town that next weekend. So they're best friends, they're buddies. They're um, up for Mr. Football. Amari Thomas ended up winning that. Um, so we'll see kind of where Tennessee lands with that. We'll find out tomorrow where Amari Thomas is finish, finishes or announces his recruitment. Um, and he's supposed to – I think he's getting his Army All-American jersey, jersey presentation uh, nice. that day as well. So kind of kill two birds, one stone. So we'll oh, see. Absolutely. We'll see. But it, it's it's definitely big. You're going to know a lot more about this class probably – this coming weekend, right? Oh no, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna know a ton more. Um, where was I? Oh, we have questions, though, don't we? Yeah, we do. Mm, let's let's see this. Um, uh, a Georgia um beat writer wrote an article about some of you know the. Potential decommitments that Sam Pittman's gone, or guys that are leaving, talking about the offensive linemen, and um, discuss that Andrew Thomas, Isaiah Wilson, Cade Mays, and others aren't in Athens without Pittman. That doesn't mean he leaves, but at the time, Pittman and Cheney were the biggest reasons he was there. Yeah. And both are now gone. I mean, obviously he's formed relationships, other relationships now, but, I mean, that's that's something to think about. Um, I mean, Tate, Tate Ratledge has his whole recruitment. He's credited Sam Pittman. Mm-hmm. So again, he could have also formed relationships. Did you see Sam Pittman and, uh, the AD at Arkansas, their video? <laughs> yeah. God, man. So I thought so they were going to do the, sweet, that one. Yeah. And then they just did the, yes, yeah. sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dude's, yeah. He's got a lot of energy. I, I mean, I, I like that, but it also kind of creeps me out. Right. Did you see Lane Kiffin kiss the baby when he got off the plane? <laughs> Did you hear what someone said to him? Uh-uh. Someone told him to go ahead and get a burner phone. Why you're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least, I mean, the Ole Miss fans know it is going to be a... It's going to be wild. It is going to be... They know it's going to be wild. I think I'm going to lose in fantasy, by the way. It's it it's going to be fun, but it's going to be wild. Yeah. Roller coasters everywhere. Um, So, Alex Swaggerty, he asked, since we... Since we now know we're going to the Gator Bowl versus Indiana, would a matchup and win over Indiana be better than a matchup and win over Louisville in the Music City Bowl? Nah, I mean they're probably honestly about the same. Like, yeah, I mean, like what recruits looking at it and going, I mean, if you all had played Louisville, mm-hmm. I might think twice. I mean, it's the money's pretty much the same. I mean, when you look at it from that standpoint, the yeah. the game's the same. You at this point just get to a bowl game. You did that. Go win the bowl game. Yeah, I mean, if you're not in a New York Six Bowl, like a win's a win, in my yep. opinion. Doesn't matter who you're playing. I, I would have liked to play in an ACC ACC team, um, just because it's a little different. Maybe? Yeah, when's the last time we played an ACC team? North Carolina. I get. I guess I'm trying to think. Yeah, I get 2012. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, but 2011, right? No, yeah, yeah 2011. Yeah. So. Whatever, I mean, or was it before New Year's? Was it before or after New Year's? Music City Bowl that year? I think it was before New Year's, so 2010. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, because Dooley only made it in his first year, right? Okay. Yeah. 
But, I mean, yeah, it, a win is a win. I, I mean, yeah, from a personal standpoint, when I say, like, I, I would have preferred the Music City Bowl, that's due to travel and stuff like that. Like, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure the players will enjoy Jacksonville more because unlike in Nashville or in Charlotte, like, their days will consist of going to the beach. Like, they're, when they got to do their – all their, like, promos and right. stuff for the, the game. So, they'll probably enjoy it more. So, you know, good for them. I mean, they – I would I would assume the players would prefer to be in Jacksonville over Nashville or Charlotte, but yeah, um. absolutely. And <laughs> so. It's just it's just yeah, it's warmer. It's a better destination. The goal the bowl gifts might be better. I don't know. Um, uh, but as far as like some someone was saying that or it's uh so Jackson Lampley's dad is it Brad? Brad, yeah, he's on the board, I guess. Music City Bowl, yeah, mm-hmm. the Music City Bowl, and he was talking about how they every year they try to be the best with the the best get the best uh get bowl gifts because they want to be the best bowl game so austin price take this for what you will tweeted a the video of cooper mays doing the definitely the shocker song but they say the vol song <laughs> um with the you know this like little emoji and sunglasses cooper mays quote tweeted it with that and the sh- emoji so i mean if we're gonna look into the recruits tweets I would admit, I, I would probably say that has more to do with Tate Rattledge than. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't. You know, anytime you have Brian Niedermeyer and and Jeremy Pruitt, I'm going to say you have a chance. Um, you still got to deal with Sam Pittman too. Like, dude's still going to. Yeah, he's going to recruit against you. Too. Yeah, yeah, he's, that's true. But the good news is they're coming off a two and ten season. Yeah, Ugh. that's yeah, that's gonna be tough. Couldn't be us. No. Thankfully, it couldn't because it looked like it could have been us for yeah, a minute. It, it did look like it. Yep. Um. Uh, we had one more question. Oh, another question. Sorry. Yeah, and it was um at it was Tennessee recruiting, and but I think it's not like it's at Tennessee recruit six. It says Tate Rattledge flip with Pittman leaving Georgia. Just wishing. I. I mean, we kind of hit on that a little bit. Say that one more time. I, I, he, I he just asked if uh, you could see Tate Rattledge flipping. I could see him flipping, not necessarily to us. Yeah. I mean, you're we should be in the mix. But yeah. if he if he's gonna flip, it would be to us or Arkansas. Yeah, and so we should be in the mix. And I would like our chances in that one. Right, I, I'm with you. So I mean, it, I think I feel like his chances of flipping are like fifty fifty, right? Now, not to not necessarily to us, but to someone else, us or Arkansas. So yeah, I mean, I. I don't know if it was earlier, maybe. Maybe it feels um, like it's that's, too late. That's a hard sell with you know you're if he's signing in a week. See, I feel like now maybe the, he puts back his signing. Maybe maybe he does he doesn't enroll or he know, could maybe, still enroll early. Just yeah, not sign on national signing. Yeah, day. maybe not sign on that. Yeah, I don't know. So, see, I'm I'm kind of different. You you think it's too late to get in? I feel like Pittman getting hired today works in our favor because now it's like freak out mode. You don't have a ton of time to think about it. If you want to sign on that signing day, like it's mm-hmm. got to get done. So now you're like, Oh crap. And you I go like, where you're comfortable at. And, 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 you know, I love Tennessee, but you know, Sam Pittman was here, Georgia, you know, they're, in, they're in a better situation. But are they, as I mean, far are, as, how, as far as their program, I guess, yeah. winning wise. Yeah. I mean, that's about it. It's gonna be a new coach, potentially a new offense coordinator. Mm-hmm. I mean that. I feel like yeah, Coley looked terrible. Yeah, I feel like Pittman leaving today instead of like a month ago. I feel like works in our favor because like, and Kirby, how high on his with 
you know, Tate Ratledge being committed for so long, how high on his priority list is he? Who yeah. is he going to go visit Tate Ratledge tomorrow? Like he is going to go visit whoever <laughs> you better. <laughs> I mean, you better. I'm just saying, yeah, but like uh, any top 100 player, you better make them a priority no matter when they committed. You, but you probably, you probably already had your, your, you know, you're changing flight schedules. You're changing in home visit schedules. Who, oh yeah. You know, and it, it should be, you shouldn't be sending an assistant to Tate Rattledge either. It should be Kirby smart. Yeah. It's, it's but panning mode. It's yeah. But that's why, that's why I think it works in our favor because Kirby smart's got a, could you pick, uh, you know, another player up? You, could you poach another one because they're worried about top 100, a top 100 guy? Could you go get someone else? I mean, I feel like the freak out mode works in our favor mm-hmm. this time. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. I just, I think there's a lot. If it wasn't, if, you know, if it was, so let's look at Taylor Atledge committed and Jim Chaney left, or, you know, just Coley left, that's a different story. He's, he's going because of Pittman. With Pittman physically leaving and not going to, Go into a terrible situation. Yeah. I feel like it works in our favor. I feel like if so, same situation, but Pittman is not at Georgia. I don't think Cade Mays ends up at Georgia. Say so. So so, 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 so say situation. Cade Mays is in Tate Rattledge's situation. Yes. So yeah. he's instead of Tate Rattledge being in Georgia, he is now in and Jeremy right outside Pru- Knoxville. And if Jeremy Pruitt's our head coach, yes. Yeah, if, if we're 100%. still in that, but I, I, I think with him being down there in Georgia, it's it's easier for him to get to now. If he yeah. was like right outside Knoxville, I feel like we you know flip that. Yeah, but I, I mean it's it's gonna be difficult. I don't and I don't know. Well, maybe we find out something here this week. We'll see. I mean, definitely wor- worth a visit, worth a phone call, and see right see if you have any traction there. No, oh, it's yeah. I mean Tennessee, Tennessee's got a call. Tennessee's got to be knocking. Georgia's got to be in there tomorrow to make sure he, he doesn't move. And then you, Sam Pittman's going to be in home. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy? Like how wild college football is. Oh, it's just thinking about coaches. Thinking about we're sitting here talking about you know thousands of dollars in plane rides and all that stuff just to like see an eighteen year old kid. Yeah, that may or may not work out. Exactly. Doesn't matter what the start. It's set. crazy. He's still got to play college crazy. football. Yeah, college. Yeah, college football is it's a wild. weird, weird ride. And with Lane Kiffin coming to the SEC, it's gonna get even wilder. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna get real wild. Yeah. I mean, Somebody that's, post- that's another thing. You you talk about how Tennessee has to call Tate Rattledge. Not only does Tennessee has to call, you know who else is gonna call? LSU, Alabama, South Carolina. Yeah. You know all those schools, Florida. They're they're gonna call too. Now mm-hmm. they don't have as much because they weren't in that top group. But his position coach and his lead recruiter just decommit or just left. He hadn't decommitted yet. But you're calling. You're yeah. finding out how much. Do you have any traction being yeah. Auburn? Do we have any traction? You know, you what's, where, are you yeah. looking for another school? Are you interested? You know, any school that was recruiting him before is now recruiting him again. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's exciting. Um, someone said UG, UGA has five O line commitments. Go get them. Go get them. Go try. Go get them. Go try. Uh, you said that was the last question? Yep. Perfect. We're about to get in a college football recap. An exciting championship weekend. Before we do that, though, as true as a true football fan, you already know, just as sure as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through. We're more than halfway through now, the NFL season. So now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. 
They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sportsbook on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with my best at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try parlay. Pick your locks of the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain, MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything and back on the game. Best part is, if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in 1000 they'll give you 1000 That's double your initial deposit. You can use on all your favorite picks. Just using promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code C-H-A-I-R to double your cash. Go check out MyBookie today, guys. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. You play, you win, you get paid. Go win some money. Yep. This is the time to do it. Bowl season is fun. I did? Yeah. Good, good, good. Go I don't know if that's good. some money. Mm-hmm. Did you see the baby on uh, SNL? Was he doing Pretty good? good. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Dude, that girl that, like, I guess twerks on our, doing a handstand is the most impressive thing I've seen in 2019. The most impressive thing. Like, how there's you, no doubt. How do you move that? Have bad? you seen it? Yeah. It is, <laughs> it is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... I, I hate that that is like I hate that that that's the most impressive thing I've seen, but it is. <laughs> I can't lie. I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> uh, college football, though, I guess it will start championship week. Work work our way up. Uh, Friday night, Oregon and Utah. It looked like it was going to be a good game, and Oregon just by left, Utah left no doubt eliminated. Yeah. I, I love how Peter Burns come up with this thing. He's like, you want uh, you know expanded playoff, and you got it this week where. You know, he would name off all the teams who were, like, still kind of in it, and he'd be like, they advanced. Yeah. They're eliminated. He, I mean, he's right. Like, yeah, he's, it's, it's 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 very true. Yeah. So, yeah, Utah eliminated. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Utah's done, and Oregon was eliminated earlier on in the season. They, they potentially could have put their name in the hat um, had uh, Ohio State lost, and that that's, there was potential for it, but it was – very unlikely. Yes. Still, you know, that would have been the only thing that could have potentially salvaged it, but still very unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I thought Utah would, especially the way they they played like their first two drives, I was like, oh, they'll be all right. And no. Nope. Uh-uh. Um, that Oregon defense played probably their best game of the season yeah, Friday night. Kayvon uh, Thibodeau is going to be yeah. a force. Yeah. He had a block punt, a sack, tackles for loss. He was freaking all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, was something else about that game? I'm trying to remember now. I don't know. Oregon's running back at 208 yards and three touchdowns. Good board. <laughs> that, that is my fail of the week. Um, I'm sure most of you all have seen it. The uh, Utah defensive line, I guess. I don't know who sent it out specifically. Said, hey, LSU, your worst nightmares here. A Utah team that actually plays defense, unlike you and 80% of the SEC. Sorry, they're linebackers, not their defensive line. He said that about SEC defenses? Somebody did. I don't know. Somebody, one of the Utah players. Somebody in the Pac-12 yeah, said no. that we don't play defense. But okay. you know, I I guess they don't follow loud in high school football, which is disappointing because they would have learned their lesson. Uh, the week before the Alcoa game, LA, LA, LHS News Magazine tweeted, meet the wall, Alcoa, you're next. Oh, and the wall was met and the wall was taken down promptly. Yeah. I think that score is like 44 to nothing. Well, it's <laughs> funny that you game. say that because 
Loudon and Utah have like the same logo. It's oh, they do. You're so right. It's this the LMU is yeah. different. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Funny. Um, I, I just remember seeing both those tweets. So that's well, that's yeah. why I put them together. Um, so I think. Yeah, it was when Gallenberg Pittman played Alcoa. Someone else, Maryville played someone else. That that has been good recently, like brand new. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I sent it to you, but I definitely sent it to my brothers. I was like, King Stakings. I was like, no matter how good you get, Alcoa and Maryville are going to always be Alcoa and Maryville. Well, that's like um, all those Nashville riders picked Pro Cone to be Alcoa. I'm like, <sighs> you have to show me that you're going to be at Alcoa. Yeah. Do you know how many seniors Alcoa had on their roster starting? Oh, like – Four? Yeah, like two or two offensive linemen and a linebacker. I think yeah. it was just three. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. And that quarterback, it's funny, uh, that quarterback, I was watching his highlight, and at first I was like, he just doesn't look that good. He doesn't move well, it doesn't look like. And then I was thinking about it, I was like, he runs just like Josh Dobbs. He never, like, cuts. He just, like, runs around. Yeah. It's amazing that like, he just does that little shoulder fake. Like, that's it. It's incredible. He, he scored a touchdown. He, like, was – he probably would have gotten tackled, but tackled in the end zone and just ran like a circle around the guy and scored and went untouched. I was like, no, nah, that's Josh Dobbs. At first, I was like, this isn't impressive. Then I was like, that's Josh Dobbs. And he did fine against SEC defenses. Right. I don't know if he's that good. I just thought it was funny because at first I was like, that's not impressive. And then I was like, ah, okay, yeah, it is. That they have, they have like a freshman, and he's supposed to be like a, the that, real deal too. The, is the quarterback the freshman? He's young. He's a freshman or sophomore. Is that yeah. Right the starting well, quarterback. So Sam Walton is one. Okay, but they have somebody behind him that's supposed to be like, like a highly touted recruit. Okay, I, I don't know. I know he's young. I don't know how young though. Yeah, I don't know if he's a starter or not. I didn't really. Yeah. I didn't get to watch because it was in the middle of the day. It's very, very strange. Yeah, I was trying to. I was keeping up with the I kept up with the Alcoa game and the Greenback game, but I wasn't able to watch either of them. I, I did get to watch a few plays of the Greenback game, but yeah. not not a lot. Ohio State and Wisconsin, dude. I thought. I was wrong. One of my buddies was telling me that he fell asleep at halftime. And I was like, dang, you're like, it wasn't like Ohio State was just getting beat. Like, happened. They were, like, it was, they were getting 14 0, then it was 21 to 7. They were like, Wisconsin looked like the better team in the first half. Yeah. So, like, not all, it wasn't like you go to bed assuming Ohio State's going to come back. You went to bed thinking, oh, Wisconsin's going to win the Big Big Ten and then wake up and completely different. 27 unanswered points. Completely different world. Yep. Crazy. Um, because that would have shook things up. Yeah. Like that would have made it difficult. I mean, I think we, Ohio we State still about, gets in, but right. We, we talked about how like it usually works itself out. Yeah. And it's always, it, it always has been, but this year, like if, if Wisconsin would have win, then you would have some debate. There would have been actual debate. debate, but the best four got, or the most deserving, the most deserving four got in. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't, you know, there's probably, uh, I think the only contra- controversy is with Oklahoma. I think I think the top three are the top three. Yeah, like they're obviously the best three. Right, and then like that number four slot, I feel like there are some a lot of teams you could stick there in terms of like again, maybe not the they're not the most deserving, but in terms of if you're thinking I want the best four, but the most deserving got in. Yeah, the most deserving definitely got in. And Utah had their chance. Baylor had their chance. Yeah, and they they lost. So Oklahoma's in. Yeah. No, it's it. Yeah, it definitely worked itself out. Um, the Baylor Oklahoma game too. I mean, that was that was fun. Baylor shit that one away again yeah. the, for the second time, and that was you know that was their third string quarterback they had in at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Um, we brief we did. I don't know if we, did we talk about the SEC championship game at all. I mean, dude, just Georgia. This is a different Georgia team than even when, even the uh, Florida game. From looked terrible. 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely terrible. The defense doesn't look. I thought the defense would do a better job. I guess they can only do so much when their offense is terrible. But like, I thought their defense would do a better job. Well, their it's defense just, was scared to death that Burrow's going to throw all over them, so they put yeah. like eight in coverage, and they only rushed three. He on that first touchdown he had, he had I counted nine seconds before he threw the ball. That's incredible. I mean, nine if, seconds. If they get to where they're playing Ohio State, and probably could have been a lot more, but he found the guy. <laughs> he open finally and threw, threw it. it. Yeah. Nine seconds. Wow. I mean, if they put if they do what Wisconsin did and put three guys on Chase Young, he might have nine seconds. It's not even a, a debate who the best team in the country is, right? I, I mean, I, I thought for a couple weeks as Ohio State, I think it's LSU. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, Ohio State. Joel Klatt, I think, put out today that Ohio State's better than LSU. And I'm like, on what planet? I mean, people want to, like, look at statistics. And I'm like, but and I think that LSU – or Ohio State won one more top 25 game than LSU, but I'm like, but LSU beats, in my opinion, everyone in the top 25 if they play. It just so happened they didn't play that many in the top 25. Yeah. LSU's beaten Florida, who is doesn't look great, in my opinion, but they win. They win games. They've beaten Georgia. Just Yeah, sorry, just Georgia once. Um, Alabama. Alabama, Auburn. Those, those are their four top 25 wins. Those teams could beat a lot of top 25 teams. Yeah. A lot of top 25 teams. Mm-hmm. Those four teams. Yep. Ohio State, they've beaten Minnesota. They've beaten Wisconsin. They've beaten Michigan. Penn State, which is really good. They've beaten Michigan. Michigan's underwhelming. Uh, of the, of Wisconsin, I mean, Wisconsin lost to Illinois. Uh, Minnesota is a good team. Penn State's a good team. I mean, I'm not... I don't want to say, you know, Ohio State doesn't deserve their rank. They, they deserve their ranking, but I think LSU is the best team in the country. Yep. Um, I got a computer system might put Ohio State over top, but we got away from a computer system. So, or we, I guess we, we kind of had one. The BCS was weird and how like it was like half computer, half human. Yeah. I don't know, it was very strange. <laughs> Pretty sure that's the beginning of the Terminator movie, but yep. um, good movie. I've actually, we were talking about this the other day. I've, I've only seen like half Terminator. I've never seen the full movie. I feel like oh, really? it's kind of weird. I've also never seen Jaws. My entire life. How weird is that? Name any movie. Jaws. <laughs> That's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, Virginia and Clemson. Clemson. On, Dude, I used to like Dabo Sweeney, but I find him the most annoying person on the planet. Like, I just don't, like, I understand you want to be number one because of the prestige, but, like, what's it really matter? Yeah, Like, you're, you're in yeah. the playoff. You have a chance to go win it. Like, quit. Quit. It's annoying. Yep. I hope when I hope Tennessee's good under Jeremy Pruitt, and I hope he never does that crap. If and we, I don't think if we're in the BCS though, they would not be in. Like Coach O, be funny, yeah. Coach O's response when they're like, you know, where where should they have you? He's like, don't care, T- any team, anywhere, anytime, we'll yeah. play it. And his team has that same attitude. And you know what? It like, I don't know. I guess some some coaches want to coach that underdog mentality. So you know, Dabo has to do all he can to make them the underdog. I mean. Everything he can possibly to make him the underdog. It's like Lane. I mean, I guess Nick Saban does that to an extent. You know, he's kind of the he takes the underdog route. Ed O is just like we're good and we're gonna beat anybody. Any you know, he he bring he wants them to play with like the swagger of I'm the best. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess both work, but I like the way Coach O does it better. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I McClemson made a statement. What was that final? Sixty-two to seventeen. I mean, yeah, they were they were bidding for number one. We talked about that. How kind of LSU, Ohio State, and um, even I think we even said Clemson were, but we definitely said LSU and Ohio State were bidding for number one. I mean, yeah. that that's pretty much it. Um, 
you know, the most impressive win was going to get number one. I think LSU had the most impressive win. Yep. So. And it's always going to hurt watching Trevor Lawrence and T. Higgins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the football field. Especially in orange. Yep. Trevor Lawrence was 16 for 22, 302 yards, four touchdowns. T. Higgins, nine receptions, 182 yards, and three touchdowns. Mm, that one hurts. Could have been. Oh, my God. What could have been? I would punch Butch Jones in the face. <laughs> I would punch him. How has he been connected to one job, Rutgers, and nothing else? Because everybody knows. Uh, right. But it's just like, but how does the national media not? They just won't admit it. But like, it's he, like, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Man. Yep. It's ridiculous. Memphis uh, won 29-24 against I was Cincinnati. hoping. I mean, I, like I said, I think Memphis, or FSU made a good hire in Norvell, but I was hoping they would lose like the day before FSU had to get up and announce Norvell as their head coach. Did you see the FAU score? 49-6. to FAU lost or won? Won. Okay. I think it was, it was something like 40-something 40, 40 to 6 against UAB. They sent the lane train on, out on yeah. a high note. They did. Definitely. Boise 31 over Hawaii. Hawaii. Where was that game at? Was it at Hawaii? I don't. Was it in Boise? Yeah, because those little ones, they play there. They play on location, don't you? I don't. I don't know where it was at. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the Mountain West Conference Championship games played at. They play at – you say they play at home? They do do think, that, don't they? Like, I know uh, Memphis was in – it, 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 it was at Boise. Yep. Yeah, Memphis is at Memphis. Uh, I don't know about the FAU game. I didn't really pay attention. So, I'm not I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say now? I don't know. But yeah, I would have liked to – it would have cracked me up if, if that had happened. If Norvell had lost. Because I didn't watch this Memphis-Cincinnati game, but that first one was a really good game. Yeah. You got anything else for college football? I think we – Yeah, and then App State won as well. They won there. So, yeah, all three of those coaches won there. Uh-huh. That's that helps. That's good. Yeah. That, that looks good for the uh, the old the old fan base. Yep. Um, you got anything else for college football? I don't. I, I feel like we'll talk about bowl season kind of yeah. Oh, next yeah, time. as it, so as it comes really along. Get into that. I'm also excited for Wednesday or whenever we decide to um, do the show. I assume Wednesday we haven't talked about it this week. Um, we get to talk about Memphis, Tennessee this week. This weekend, so that'd be fun. Yeah, It'd be a lot of fun. But show, that's big. That is big. Um, just before we get into our stuff, I have you one other person to talk about, and that is our good friends at. Did you guess it? At Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you're always ready to go. Yes, I'm not going to tell you about my personal sex life because that's none of your business. But if you want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, listen up. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready when Ever the opportunity arises, pun intended. <laughs> if you can benefit from the extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is a fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. 
They're prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-person doctor visits, no more waiting in a pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A, baby, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, you can get a special deal for our listeners. You can try it for free with the promo code armchair at bluechew.com. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's bluechew.com, promo code armchair to try it for free. Blue Chew is cheaper, faster, better choice. Go check them out. That opportunity could arise at any moment. It could. Check them out right now. Yep. Right now. Most important of the week. Most important. I was just going to go with the, the coaching carousel. I mean, it's it's just nice that we don't have to. We just get to sit back and watch. I understand what it looks like now. I, I get why you all enjoy watching it. But I, mean, I, f- I still feel like ours was just like, oh, my God. It was interesting for sure. And I know because, like, Tennessee is like a crazy fan base. Um, crazy, I mean, great. But crazy fan base where, like, everything – is like put out there. Like everybody's looking at plane yeah. flights and everybody's looking at, um, you know, figuring out where exactly um, John Curry is going to visit and, you know, all that kind <laughs> of crap. planes. Yeah. At so, Ole Miss, I mean, at Ole Miss, they just let you on the tarmac, I guess. Yeah. They it's just, strange. I mean, they just send the lane train. Yeah. Yep. Boca direct to uh, Oxford. <laughs> which is a weird scenery. I mean, Oxford is beautiful, but it's still like you're going from like paradise to well, the campuses. They're going from like Miss their uh, paradise to Mississippi, which isn't right. ideal. Right. But Knox seemed to like it. Did you see that video of his son? No, I didn't. When he, he like found out he was going to. Yeah. Go. And he like said SEC and. Oh, yeah. just ran to the car excited. Okay. Did he find out through ESPN? Like, playing <laughs> Kevin's players? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Probably. Probably. Um, I got two most importance. I've got some high school uh, stuff here. So, uh, I'm sure you've seen, like, the decade. Like, tell us your favorite moment of the decade. And someone tweeted out this insane stat. In tw- between 2010 and 2019, Greenville High School has won 28 state championships. In various sports. In 10 years, they've won 28 state championships. That's insane. They've been to either, they've either been to the final or (laughs) won. They've been to the final in every single team sport that, like, Tito Busway offers. That's insane. There's something in the water. There's something in the water at Greenville. They, for my. Kings be kings. Yes, kings stay kings. For my buddy who was talking about open enrollment in Blount County, Greenville. Who is, I believe Greenville's in Green, I believe it's a Green County school. It may be a Greenville City school. I don't know. I'll look that up. But I believe it is a Green County school and they do have open enrollment. But unlike you, I don't know. So I'm going to look it up instead of you just being like, I love to be ignorant. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss, I guess. Stupidity is an epidemic. Stupidity is certainly an epidemic. Um, and then my next one, again, this is the King Stay Kings. That's what we'll just do that segment for now on. Um, I think that's a Fox Sports Knox segment. Um, Maryville hired Derek Hunt three years ago when uh, um, George. George Quarles left for Furman. Don't really know what he's doing at Furman. Um, in 2017, he went 14 and 1, 2018, 12 and 2, 
2019, 15-0 with a state championship. Wow. It totaled 41-3 and in his th- first three years as a head coach, period. Yeah. Wow. Insane. Absolutely insane. Well, 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 well. Um, My next one is New England Patriots. Had their 21-game home winning streak, including playoffs, snapped today against the Kansas City Chiefs. Greenville is a green, Greenville City school, so they do not have – they're not a part of the county. Okay. But their county schools are open enrollment, and I would assume their cities a very similar way. But I, I don't know how it operates. So, but. yeah. The Patriots, their 21-game home winning streak was snapped today by the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost twenty three to sixteen. Apparently, there was some questionable officiating calls, but I don't care. They lost, so <laughs> most important for me. Do you see where uh, talking about? Do you see where uh, Tom Brady wears a wetsuit? <laughs> what underneath this? Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know if he still does. This is like twenty seventeen. He's wearing black sleeves, and everyone's asking why he wears black sleeves. Someone was like, "It was a wetsuit." So I was like, "Really?" So I googled it, and yeah, sure enough. What the hell? It doesn't make any sense. I, I can't imagine that's easy to move in. That's what's yeah. weird. Whatever. I feel like that's really tight on the cross. Somebody region. said the Patriots got booed today. Like yeah, Tom what? Brady got booed. Oh, interesting. I'm like, so, wow, is, Patriots fans are the most ignorant in is sports. That, is this the fall of Alabama and <laughs> New England? It's that year? HBO special that uh, they, they're doing, you know, coming out in December. You know about that? Mm-mm. I think it's in December. Um, I guess Lane just get, being back in the SEC right. just has everybody thrown off. Right. It's but weird. There's an HBO docu- documentary, I guess, um, about. Uh, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. So I guess kings don't stay kings. Not anymore. <laughs> um, the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, sorry. This is fail. Were we good to go into fail? Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. San Francisco 49ers suspended radio analyst Tim Ryan. Uh, he said, I guess, during the Ravens game, uh, Ravens and 49ers game, he said that Lamar Jackson's dark skin helps him disguise a football when running fake handoffs. <laughs> what? I don't know. That that's a that's true. They suspended him for it. Yeah, that very interesting. One hundred percent, very interesting. Can't say that. Um, my next my um, fail of the week is Greg Schiano and his jab at Tennessee. God, what a, like, dude, man. just just take your job. Like you you weren't wanted here. You're fired at Ohio State. Just take your job and enjoy that you finally got a head coaching job. Right. Um, but he says, I think reflecting on it just shows Jersey people are a little sharper. They get it. Yeah, that is a moron. I'm just like, really, dude? Dude's a moron, for sure. Really, it, it wasn't your, like, terrible coaching record of 68 and 67. Right. Or uh, your conference record in the Big East, <laughs> 28 and 48. Yeah, that wasn't it. Right. We're just too dumb. Too dumb. Yeah. Speaking of dumb. Butch Jones, you think he turned away just Trevor Lawrence? Apparently, toward the end of Justin Fields' sophomore year at Harrison High School in Kennesaw, Georgia, he and his father wanted to take a recruiting visit to Tennessee. Ivan Fields called the volunteers director of on-campus recruiting who viewed Fields' Fields' film, questioned his height, and finally asked, are we even recruiting you guys? Ivan and Justin ended up begging to get into a Tennessee game that year, but didn't exactly receive Southern hospitality. He said they barely shook our hand and didn't know who we were. And that man will be playing in the college football playoff in a month, and probably will be. In will probably the be in the Heisman can the Heisman presentation presentation. So, God, 
God, that sucks. That's not new news either. Like that's been an article what for a, a while. Freaking I just freaking buffoon, man. God. I just hate idiots, man. I hate. <laughs> like it's one thing to be a bad football coach, but when you're just like stupid, you're just, like, you don't even know stupid. Talent. You're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. You got any more fails? No, I mean just like whoever like went in and thought it was okay, like okay, the Butch Jones hire, like <laughs> they should just be burned out of state. Whoa, I mean I don't yeah. disagree, but I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> I'll say it. That pisses me off. No, that's no, it's I mean you miss out on Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, T Higgins. You don't like, even like miss out. Well, T Higgins, you could say miss out, but like you don't even recruit those two guys. Oh my god! Yeah, didn't he tell like? Didn't he tell like Trevor Lawrence we were good at quarterback or something? Along yeah, like something like we we don't we're not going to recruit another quarterback and you probably wouldn't fit this system or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's what I would do. I, I mean, and Lane Kiffin told Tosh Boyd that he wouldn't fit a system, so not to come here too. Which, in fairness, to Lane Kiffin, he had Tyler Bray coming in the next year too. Yeah, so that I mean, at least you have something to go back on. Yeah. We had we had Jerry JG and, and Quentin Dormady. Yeah, Quentin Dormady played for a football. For a conference championship and lost. Uh, did they lose? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't check. But. Yeah, so. yeah. God. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. On that note, Landon's mad. We'll get off here. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook. All that jazz. Check us out. Uh, you can listen to us on YouTube, um, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all that good stuff. Go check us out. Appreciate y'all listening this Saturday, Memphis, Tennessee. I'll be there. Landon won't be there. I'll be there. Yep. Landon's gonna get. I mean. Landon's going to have a good time, too. Going to Nashville for a concert. Um, That's all we got. We're going bowling. Jacksonville, baby. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.